Bon Jovi, Blaze of Glory at 16 past 7 at 92.9. JB here on this Monday. Thanks to Country Auto's GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. A couple of tourists got a bit of a fright in Outback Australia when they went to the toilet. And a bit of a snake just lying there in the dunny. A bit of a snake. Bit of a snake. Well, the whole snake. Not a bit of it. But Well, they could see a bit of it to oh. start with. And then the whole thing was there in the loo. Yeah. <clears throat> See, you can't trust him. Um, mm -mm. Jess and Alex Collarhole posted their discovery of a massive snake curled up in the toilet of a Northern Territory campground on their holiday last week. They posted it on their Instagram account saying, Campground toilets, you never know what you're going to get. Lesser known Forrest Gump phrase. Um, they were nice enough, though. They went and informed others of their shocking find around the campsite. They said, don't use the toilets over there. There's a big snake in there. One of the backpackers there thought they were joking. They went, nah. Ah, that's a good one. Having a laugh. Mm, why would you even... And then they went in there and whooshka. The joke was on them because there he was. It looked like a big... <laughs> Big <laughs> a big what? I can't. <laughs> can't say it. A big coiled. Big brown python in the oh, toilet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I hope it was naturally brown anyway. Maybe it wasn't too even early a for snake. poo jokes. Yeah, it is too early for poo jokes. <laughs> it really, it really is. Is it always too early for poo yeah, jokes at I my think age? It might be. Thirty-four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big, big brown python. Um, Better than a. Pythons are alright. Yeah, there he was pretty calm. They got him out in the Why? end. Why? And um, Just leave him. Uh, yeah, you'd leave him in the toilet. He's get himself. Snakes, snakes don't need us. <laughs> they don't need us or want us. <laughs> Keep away. Stay away. Just leave. Leave me be. They can get into anywhere yeah. and get out anywhere. Yeah. They're the most agile of all of us. <laughs> you want it. You want it to get out of the toilet through the larger part of the loo, wouldn't you? You wouldn't right. want it to go back down and I guess you'd through have the S-band, would yeah. you? And I guess you'd have to get it out in, like, for public health and safety. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can't really just hang out in there if other people use it. No, no, no. That's why they got the snake handlers in the professionals to get I it out. I understand now. So, yeah, they yeah. could have just put the toilet as d d do not disturb for a while. No one trusts those signs, though, do they? Especially not They're in a, camping. Nah, and in the Northern Territory... Go out in the bush and do a thing. <laughs> do, a th do your thing in the bush. Just lock the cubicle If you got up. a snake in the toilet, though, the snakes would be all over the bushes as well. Exactly. They'd be out about... Oh, maybe they're not because they're all going to the toilets to get refuge, to get maybe. out of the sun and stuff. Get out See? of the sun. the psyche of mm. the snake. Yeah. Well, I don't know why snakes like loos. Maybe they... It's cool. Yeah, I don't know. You know what it always comes back to? You can't trust them. Can't trust them. 19 past 7. <laughs> that is Jimmy Barnes, River Deep, Mountain High at 92.9. You see, this is how my brain works, Romy. You've worked with me long enough. You're just going to roll your eyes at this and go, really? When I played that song, mm -hmm. the first thing that went through my head was, I wonder what the height difference is between the lowest river on the planet <laughs> and the highest mountain on the planet. I mean, it's planet. a valid pondering, but... I don't... Did you find out? No, I put it in Google. 
and nothing came up. It, it wants me to manually work it out. And I mean, I can't do that. That's hard. I I've don't got a three-minute-long song to come up with an answer. Yeah. I'm not going to come up with that. It gave me the list of elevation extremes by country, so I'll be that's able to work cool. it out with that. Yeah. But again, yeah, that's. But how do you maths. know what the? Do they have to be in from the same place? No, no. I reckon like the lower, the the deepest ocean we can find. Okay. With I the highest mountain. Well, what's with, the highest mountain? It's Everest. it's like Everest. I'm pretty sure, it's isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Everest, and what's do we know what the deepest sea is? No, nah, there's like that the one that James Cameron went all the way down to the bottom of yeah. ages ago, and well, there you go. filmed it with all these weird fish and stuff. Oh was, gosh, go, going to the deepest part of the ocean is probably the scariest thing in the world. I reckon, yeah, I think so. Would you rather go into space mm. or go to the bottom of the ocean? Space. There's less like dinosaurs in space. Yeah, true. In the ocean, there's there's things that we don't want to talk about. Never seen light. No, I know. No. Things that we honestly can't even imagine. No. Creatures, no. great and small. We're going to talk about getting trapped. Oh, yeah. Imagine getting trapped down the bottom of the oh, ocean with all those no. alien fish. In a submarine that never turned back on. Oh, that's a horror movie. We'll, yeah. Has that been made? Surely it has to have been made. I don't want to talk about it. We'll send it to James Cameron. Yeah. He'll make it. He He'll should. love that. At Avatar 2. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to chat about when you've been trapped next. A22, it had me thinking over the weekend, Sam Burgess last week on SAS Australia, they were making him go through like this tube tunnel thing. And he's a big unit, Sam Burgess, and he got trapped in the tunnel for like 40 minutes. He got stuck. He was trying to like slowly wedge his way out while he had one of those SAS guys yelling at him. It was all very... My my, my anxiety was up through the roof. Was it on purpose? Through the roof. Was it, like, produced? Get stuck? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I just... I thought maybe it was an accident. No, no, no. You know what those reality shows are like. But you I know, didn't know it what, wasn't like, meant to get but stuck, like but like, survivor ones, like, yeah. anything could happen. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. Could be genuine. Oh, it was, it was probably, like, an accidental... Mm. Stucking of Sam Burgess, but then the producers would have been like, "Yeah, yeah. TV gold. Poke we got him. a couple, <laughs> got a couple of logies. Yeah. yeah, true. It got me thinking though. When have you been trapped? You got trapped in an elevator. I did. Me and everyone else, uh, except for you, have yeah. been trapped in an elevator. Mine was when I was fourteen, and I was with my best friend at the time, and we were helping her mum unpack all of this new stuff that she'd bought in her unit. Yeah, and. It was like in the, on the central coast in like an apartment. It was like the top level. Yeah. And so we went into the lift and we actually jammed the lift and ourselves, like we, we pushed ourselves and all of the cardboard and the garbage from unpack. You know when you unpack a house, there's yeah. heaps of yeah. rubbish everywhere. Yeah. And we were taking it down to the car park to the thing. We could barely fit in it, my friend and I. We were like squished into the corner with all these boxes and like garbage bags. And the lift got stuck and we were in there for four hours. Four hours? Yeah, four hours. And then they and they and when they wedged us out, we were literally like below ground in between the two things. We had to like climb up. Like in the action movies actually, you see them do. Yeah, yes, I, that's actually me. The firemen came and got you. Did <laughs> they? Or who was it? wasn't I can't no? even remember who it was. I think it was like Strata, but they just didn't come <laughs> It was so like the opposite of what you and want. We were, I actually remember it was probably one of my earliest 
like panic attacks yeah. because it started. It was really hot summer. Yeah, and yeah. It started to get really hot in there, yeah. and all the electrics were off, so there was no cooling or oh, anything. Gross. And the air started to get quite thick, and it felt harder and harder to breathe. Yeah. And I'm a super panicky person, but my friend Sarah was like, "Oh, forget about. It. We'll just chill out for four hours. It'll be great fun. Let's play a game." And I was like, <gasps> like that hyperventilating. I hated it. It was awful. Did it have a phone in it that you could yeah. press? Is that and that's what you did? We so did that, that rang someone. And I'm pretty sure. And I don't know whether we, my memory's screwing yeah, this and yeah. like making me think that this happened or not from a movie or whatever, but I'm pretty sure the person on the other line actually thought we were pranking and oh, kept no. and kept it like hanging up on us or something was going wrong with the intercom and oh. we my friend and I started having a fight about it because I started panicking and like Yeah. She was trying to make me calm down because yeah. I wasn't helping anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all like you know, this is fifteen years ago. Did the elevator get stuck because you guys had that much garbage in there? The weight thing clicked in and it stopped, or well, it was is all that, that's what I imagine? No, and, oh, okay. And, and all that filling stuff yeah. that goes in, like for electronics. So it was a lot of stuff, but not heavy. We just couldn't move. It wasn't yeah. heavy, but we actually yeah. just we were just yeah. completely jammed on all this stuff. Yeah. So we just stood in the corner, like sweating for four hours. That sounds like hell. It was annoying, yeah. yeah. I think people have been stuck in worse situations, but it was annoying. Jody got stuck at the top of the world restaurant in Las Vegas. The the lift stopped working there. To the to take the stairs from the top to the bottom, it's four hours it takes you. No. Um, they eventually closed the stairs. She was stuck up the top of the tower. She's got a photo of the pretty tower up on our Facebook page. She was stuck there for two hours till they came and got her. Oh, no. So that sounds horrible. I mean, lo- lovely to get stuck in Vegas, but yeah. if you got the views and all that, but not when you're stuck in a like a cylindrical elevator. No, that's sounds terrible. Horrible. When have you been stuck? The weirder, the better. Six seven six double two nine nine, or on our Facebook page as well. Yeah, it certainly is. And catch up with our local member Kev. How are you, mate? G'day, JB. Good morning. Yeah, a very busy weekend for you. You were down at the uh, the vaccination hub in Werris Creek on Saturday. Yeah, it was huge. There was just on 600 people wow. uh, received the Pfizer vaccination on Saturday at Werris Creek and about 500 uh, at Corindai on the Sunday. So people are certainly coming out in droves now to roll out their sleeves and get vaccinated, JB. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great to see. And another batch of these vax hubs coming through town Next week, there's three of them here in Tamworth and uh, Manila and Baraba and Nundal as well. Yeah, this is a really big deal. So um, it's a really good opportunity for people to get either their first vaccination or their second vaccination, whichever they're, you know, if they've had them previously. But also, if you've got an appointment with your doctor, stay with that. But, you know, Tuesday the 28th, Wednesday the 29th and Thursday the 30th in Tamworth, will be the vaccination hubs, uh, Pfizer pop-up clinics, and then Baraba on the 1st, Manila on the 2nd, and then Nundal on the 3rd of October the week after. So these pop-up Pfizer vaccination clinics, thanks to the Royal Flying Doctor Service, doing a great job. And also the Tamworth Aboriginal Medical Support uh, Service doing a, an, an awesome job, Tams. Uh, they, you know, they, they're right across it. So just trying to get as many people vaccinated as we can, mate. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You're opening up the big bridge today at Manila. This is exciting. Yeah, it is. So, look, this is um, a, a massive project that, you know, the people of Manila have been looking forward to for many, many years. You know, there's the old uh, one and three-quarter lane bridge that 
over Manila, over the Namoy, that where you've got to actually stop and, and wait for a truck to come, come across and, and keep it safe. So this is a brand new bridge, multi-million dollar investment. And, uh, mate, I can tell you it's, uh, it's a fantastic piece of gear and uh, will certainly make it easier for people when they are moving north and south, going through to Baraba, back into Tamworth, or Manila as well, and uh, a lot of road work going on around that area. So this is a big deal for Manila today, mate. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal, and it's obviously it's dual dual carriage. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, no need to sit and wait and all that kind of stuff. It's a bit of a nail biter, um, white knuckle ride over that old bridge. That's for sure. Yeah, it is because <laughs> it's one and almost yeah. one and three quarter, two lanes wide. Yeah. So you're sort of worried about, oh, am I going to clip mirrors? Yes. What am I going to do? Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, this is. Um, yeah, this is a really big deal for Manila. It's 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 wide, it's safe, uh, it's awesome. So, but it also couples up, JB. I'll give you a quick heads up that Rangarai Road yep. from Manila to Bogabri, uh work has been ongoing in there around the survey work, making sure that they're starting to straighten out a few of those corners, fix the culverts where you know the water runs through and stuff before they start putting some blacktop on. So, council have him, have. Um, uh, we've uh, uh, given them something like $12.5 million and councillor employing a project manager to get that work uh, underway, So, which is outstanding for Rangarai Road users, mate. Sensational. That's great news. Um, Vegemite. Do you like Vegemite? Love it. What do you like it with? Uh, pretty much just on toast. Yeah. Or, yeah, just on toast. I know a lot of people do different things with Vegemite now. Yeah, I know. It's become a bit she-she, putting it with the avocado <laughs> and all the, you know, egg and avocado and salt and pepper. Do you, you put it with butter, obviously. Yeah, butter and cheese. You can have Vegemite cheese. You yeah. have Vegemite cheese sandwich. Beautiful. Love yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, look, uh, what did you say? She-she. It's a bit she-she nowadays. A bit is that the word? Is it she-she? A bit fancy, yeah. <laughs> a, bit, a bit fancy, well, the old Vegemite. I, I, I like the fact that it's still uniquely Australian and not too many people overseas like it, which is good. Oh, exactly, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's something we can claim as our own. You know, you don't like our Vegemite? Nah, I'm sorry, move on. <laughs> Very true. Go over your Marmite or Promite or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they tried to take off, and I think, I don't even know if they're still on the market, but it just doesn't measure up, mate. <laughs> no. Although, <laughs> I, I have to admit, this is me probably being slightly un-Australian. My, my granddad was British. He loved Promite. I occasionally, every probably about once every five years, just to break up Vegemite, I will buy one jar of that and get it out of my system and then move back to Vegemite. There we go. I admitted yeah. that then. I admitted does it. it. Taste, does it taste like Vegemite? Uh, a little bit. It's a bit sweeter, Promite. Oh. Yeah, it's a bit bit, uh, bit more caramelly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I'll have to. I'll have to think about that next time I walk past in the supermarket shelf and keep moving. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you and I will be hosting Master Chef anytime soon. I don't think. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Kev, you have a great week, and we'll chat again uh, next Monday. Yeah, look forward to it, JB. Good to chat, mate. Seven forty-nine. Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. This is very rock star. The Oasis frontman Liam Gallagher, he was injured in a helicopter accident over the weekend. This happened at the Isle of Wight Festival, which was back on in the UK over the weekend. 
And that's like the first festival I've had in the UK in forever. Like this was the kickoff. Like the pandemic is officially over in the UK now when you have a festival on. For now. Like it was packed out. <laughs> um, taking to his Twitter account, Liam uploaded a photograph of his bandaged face and reassured his fans. He wrote on there, so check this out. I fell out of a helicopter last night. You couldn't write. It's all good. Who said rock and roll is dead? Keith Moon, eat your drum skin out. Come on, you know, for real, LG. That's what he said. I'm not, like, like paraphrasing it at all. That was like all the in there. Like he is, you know. All yeah. Mumbling words. Yes. Yeah. In it. In it. In it. Um, fans were quick to check in on the Wonderwall singer with one wishing him a speedy recovery and another asking how he fell out of the helicopter and escaped with only a gash on his nose and a split lip to which Liam replied to him, who knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? Another person asked how far he'd fallen out and Liam joked, around about 100,000 feet, you know what I mean? Obviously, Which he wouldn't have. The helicopter was obviously not in flight at all. He just fell out of it. Oh, I reckon, yeah. I reckon it was he, on the ground. <laughs> I reckon he's had so much stuff mm. at the festival. He probably thought he was in the air. He thought he and was, it was flying. just stationary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gallagher even teased that his um, bloody face will feature as the cover on his next album. Please don't he's do another <laughs> album. <laughs> He put a photo up of his face with all stitches and gashes on it and stuff. And he said, I reckon I got the next shot for my next album. Come on, you know you love it. He wrote. Wild. (laughs) This guy's loose. He must be. (laughs) He is loose. Do we have that confirmed that he is actually loose? (laughs) Oh, he is. Or is this the first kind of time we've had an insight into... Oh no, nah, he's been like he this is? forever. Okay. He's he's gotten I reckon he's gotten worse as he's gotten <laughs> older. He is. That does happen. Like it's kinda like Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. He's very crook at the moment now. But mm-hmm. he became a lot more um a lot more rock starry the older he got. Right. So he was very mature when he was younger. Mm-hmm. This guy's just been loose all his life, yeah. but looser the older he got. Um and then he, he thought he just continued with the Twitter um, by saying how he must have had a couple more beers or some pain meds or something after, <laughs> after because later on in the day he he wrote this. All right, don't tear up too much. Life is precious. Let's make it happen. I'm not messing about. We only get to do it once. I'm coming in a mess. I'm going out in style. Come on, you know, I have no time for balloon knots. Know what I mean? What? I have no time for balloon knots. What? I'm coming in in style. <laughs> I'm going out in style. Coming in a mess. Coming in a mess. <laughs> going out in style. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He definitely got worse throughout the day. He has. Yeah. And uh, prescribed some extra meds. Yes, very much You would get so. a bit sentimental, though, if you fell out of a helicopter. Oh, for sure. It, once the adrenaline wears off. Yeah, that's right. Once the adrenaline calms down after a couple of um, hours, yes. he's gotten all sentimental. The life flashed before his eyes right. as he was lying there on the ground at the Isle of Wight with... Blood pouring out of, of his nose. In yeah. his face. No broken bones. <laughs> no. He's lucky then. He is very lucky. He said, I love yous all. <laughs> Stay safe and remember it's not where you're from, it's how many coronas you can have while eating mushy peas. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I did not make that up. He's not. He wrote that. He's crazy. How many Coronas you can have whilst eating mushy peas? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> British food at its finest yeah, exactly. right there. Hey, 11 to 7. Cat-